and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Trap Draw Podcast. My name is Randy. This is a chop session, which means I am joined by Tron Carter. TC, great to catch up with you. How are you this morning or this afternoon? However it may be. Randy, I'm great. I'm great. I do want to give a shout out to our, our friend, Mr. Jeezy. We got a tip that uh, he, I think he's getting a divorce. So Mr. and Mrs. Jeezy. hate that. Apologies. We hate hearing that, hate hearing that, but maybe it's for the best, right? If it's amicable, sure. That's all we can hope for. I still don't have a copy of his book. I, I still do at least want to get my hands on a copy. I'm not sure if I'm going to give it a full read or maybe just a skim, but I, I apologize too for Mr. Jeezy for not having a copy of his book yet. But you know what? Let's thank our, our first sponsor here. That's Stone Creek Coffee, our guy Drew Pond. Our hitters up up in Milwaukee there. Randy, do not compromise on your morning coffee. Right? I never do. I refuse. You don't? No, I refuse. Yeah. It's 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 probably the sacred ritual each and every day for me. Too many of us grew up uh, drinking coffee that tastes like it was brewed on an American Airlines flight. That was directly from <laughs> Drew. Drew wanted to make make sure I said that. We've become accustomed to coffee that tastes like dirt, Marlboro Lights and air pollution. That is not what we want to start our day on. Stone Creek is here to fix that. Uh, Randy, if you want coffee that tastes bright and juicy, try the Lime Disco Kenya. Uh, I actually had that in their pour over uh, when I was up in Milwaukee. It's wonderful. You know what? I just got a new grinder too, Randy. I, can I, I, I up my grinding game. Can I ask you something, TC? Yeah. I What's, what's a solution for me to get into... I tried the French press. I found the French press just a little bit too involved. Is there an easier solution for like a single cup or a, a double cup pour over, something like that? You got to get Chemex. That's the okay. thing. So I've got one of those electric kettles that I use yeah. for my tea program, my personal tea program. Exactly. Uh, you know, you can basically, the Chemex thing, it's, it's as simple as it gets. You pour it over, get it to the right temperature, and you can make as much or as little as you want. It's great. And it's, it's no fuss. You know, all you need is filters and kind of the Chemex thing. It's awesome. So I've been drinking the Cream City from Stone Creek. It's been yeah. awesome. A little bit more kind of, I would compare it to like the, the Kenya Lime Disco ones kind of like, it's like drink. It's like a bright summery kind of thing. The other one's more like a Pinot Noir kind of cherry, chocolatey a little bit more velvety on the tongue kind of an everyday drinker especially this time of year in the winter of course um but yeah and then you can all you can always go with their guatemala which is the three volcanoes it's roasted nuts dried fruit cacao nibs you know you're a big cacao nib guy randy um yeah i am i am yeah so but bottom line there's they're sourcing their stuff from global farms they're certified b corporations that are doing it directly Roasting it right down the street from our man, Pie Man in downtown Milwaukee. And uh, you can head to stonecreekcoffee.com slash trapdraw, where you'll find two exclusive NLU coffee products, including the only 
NLU mug in existence today or that's being sold today. <laughs> and you can use code TRAPDRAW. That's all one word, all caps, TRAPDRAW, for a generous 15% discount and free shipping on your first two orders. Also, they, they do coffee for the workspace too. So hit, hit Drew up, Drew at StoneCreekCoffee.com, and he can collaborate with you on customized coffee program tailored to your needs. Elevate your morning with Stone Creek Coffee, big. Thank you, TC. I think right off the top, would, let's just get out in front of the, like, this is not, we're, we're, we're going to try to stay away from the Israel-Palestinian conflict. And that's not because it doesn't obviously deserve the attention of the world and, and it just awful all the way around. I, I was telling you off air, I just don't feel qualified to speak on it and certainly not our usual sarcastic jokey selves. So I just want to be very upfront and self-effacing about that. If people are expecting any type of talk there, not going to be this episode. Would love to bring in Cody or some experts to help educate us on the situation, perhaps on a future episode, but uh, mm -hmm. don't really feel comfortable going too much beyond that, except for obviously it's an awful situation. Yeah. Support all the people there. It's uh, yeah, it's awful. And uh, our, our friend Gideon posted something about his grandpa, just kind of all the talks that he had with his grandpa about, about Israel and all that. And it's just a very, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm bummed out when you see people yeah. from any race, creed, denomination get get killed or injured, but you know, especially so when it, it seems religiously driven. So thinking about everybody in Israel and, and awful, awful situation. Um, next week's trap draw, I believe, is going to be uh, an NFL update with myself and you, obviously, and KVV and Poosh. Is that right? It is right, yeah. And Randy, we're you know we're gonna have to talk about Shanny because uh, he's he's I feel like Shanny's gonna get a lot of attention, and rightfully Shani, so. I you Daniel. know I, I want to be fair. They are they are absolutely balling out, and I I tip my cap to them. I think we, I think I think a lot more people need to tip their cap. I think a lot of people <laughs> were wrong. A lot of people came at me for all the Shanny love. I've tried to be a class act and just kind of rise above it all. And and say, hey, listen, I'm you know I tried to warn you guys basically, and it's not just Shanny, it's Mike McDaniel, it's uh, the offensive coordinator down in 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 Houston. All sorts of good things happening within the Shanny universe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, huge game this weekend for my Bengals, but we'll get into we'll get into a ton of NFL stuff next yeah. week. Uh, shall we start with some may may culpas? Yeah, I got one right off the top from you. Um, got a tip on this one. You misidentified Delta's flagship A350 and the 737 shit boxes that they bought from Lion Air. It, I believe you I, I were on, have. you know, they, so Lion Air is basically, it's a, I think a Southeast Asian carrier. Um, they, they, Delta purchased 3737 900 ERs from them. And it's like, they're like, not even like to spirit airlines standards. Don't have IFE, don't have plugs, don't have any right. bells and whistles whatsoever. That's and right. I just think we'll get into some of the Delta stuff here. But A, I think you should apologize on behalf of Delta for the fact that they purchased these uh, when they purport themselves to be a premium product and, and 
all that stuff, which again, we'll get into that. And then B, the fact that you misidentified this and some of their yeah. other fleet. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, it, I must've misread the, uh, the little aircraft brochure that they put in the, in the back of all the seats. That's honestly, that's really the only way I can identify airplanes. So I do apologize for, for the confusion and for any pain or trouble I caused by misidentifying that. I think to your other point though, about Delta purchasing these, these airplanes, I'm not sure if I have a, a problem necessarily with the act of purchasing, but let's, let's get them. Get retrofitted where you put them it, in yes the, yeah exactly yeah Let, let's get them up to delta standards before we put them into operation i think i must have been flying i think it was an atlanta to cincinnati okay. leg that i yeah that's what it was on the way back from the walker cup I, I went edinburgh to atlanta atlanta to cincinnati and i think this this Lion Air, because uh, the, the flight attendant specifically said, we apologize, no Wi-Fi. This is a new aircraft that we've purchased, and they haven't had a chance to retrofit it. So I, I honestly, I would look to Delta, maybe Tom Brady even. I, I think as in his new role, this might be where he needs to apologize for having these aircraft in yeah. service without the bells and whistles that we come to expect from Delta. So I got a lot more to say on Delta in a few minutes. Okay. We'll, all right, we'll all there. right. Uh, this is not a mea culpa, but an update. Uh, we were alerted that the farting dog couple that was affected by the farting dog on the Singapore Airlines flight also received a $1,400 refund. I, that's not nearly enough. I, I'll just <laughs> say it. A refund, it's not going to do it. they get some credit too? I hope so. I mean, I, I the dog should have been jailed. I, it just, the owner certainly should have been jailed. And I would jail them. I think they were going to Singapore, weren't they? I think Singapore's they were. no joke. Yeah. yeah, they take that stuff seriously. I, I I don't know if I feel comfortable necessarily calling for lashings with the bamboo, but um, the dog or the or the the person who owned the dog. TC, I think it's open to negotiation, and I'm willing. I, I think it deserves. We need to have a sit down with all parties and all right. come to a solution that works because that's so, not. I, yeah. A thirteen-hour flight, whatever it was, and just a dog farting like that's miserable. That's absolutely miserable. You're they, they did move the, no, move the people. They did move the people. Okay. After they asked, so I listen on behalf of Star Alliance, I apologize. Did you read? Uh, sorry, I don't know if it's made our our later sections, and I apologize if it is. But it sounds like a perfect candidate for this luxury private airline business for dog owners. Did you? Catch I, I saw that. I I, I mostly ignored it though because it because it put me in a bad mood. Yeah, I know that that should Which, be like an entrapment uh, situation where if anybody buys a ticket for that purpose, we're straight to jail. Like that's Scott Hansen. Let's get him there. We we don't need to ask any questions. We're just going to remove you from society. Speaking of which, the JSX stuff. I saw the TSA and the government's looking into all these kind of semi-private aviation that goes out of FBOs and stuff, kind of skirting security. More to come on that front, I think. So kind of okay. these, these you know, semi-luxury things. Uh, Randy, this, this is the mea culpa that will not end. Uh, <laughs> somebody reached out regarding UTS, not UTS, UTS. Um, and, you know, if they were actually tied up with Snyder's of Hanover, 
they are in Hanover, but people have told me that Snyder's is actually no longer based in Hanover because they were purchased by Campbell's Soup Company in 2017. Mm. Snyder's, Lance, all that stuff. Uh, so again, apologies to anybody and everybody. Um, but I did, I did have that announcement a couple weeks ago that I've, I've switched over my allegiance fully on just the hard pretzels, the, the normal hard pretzels. And listen, everybody wants to talk about you know, the certain other brands that have darks or that have other, you know, extra baked or, or specialty stuff. First of all, dots are awful. Quit, quit, quit sending me stuff. Wow. I get people uh, coming up to me saying, you got to try dots. Apparently they have new flavors. I shit gets all over your hands. You okay. know, I'm trying to get the Kakana, uh, cheddar cheese dip or, or, you know, some beer cheese dip in there. And then I just like, Regular ass sourdough pretzels. There's always room for for specialty pretzels in there, but you know the um, I, I just think the Snyder's in the box versus the the Utz original sourdough old fashioned ones. I, I, in a head to head comparison, I think the Utz ones are crunchier. They have more flavor because I think they're baked a little bit longer and they have more salt. So there you have it, folks. Yeah. That sounds and, that. Yeah, that you know, sounds definitive. it's like I'm not putting Grippos in this category either because those are, you know, I can only eat a bag of Grippos like once a year and then my salt intake for the year is good. <laughs> you know? So anyway, another one, Tony Nadal, not Rafa's dad. It's his uncle. Sure. That's a that's an easy apology. I'm sorry. Sorry for messing that up, folks. Uh, I would like to call on a pre-made culpa from Neil on the next booth. All sorts of bad Columbia shit harboring predators uh some big tax breaks that they're that that them and and uh, nyu are getting uh up there in the big city all sorts of that stuff there and i would like to call on an apology once again from canada we had the wildfire smoke here in jacks mm. mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago not good speaking of columbia how's their how's how are the lions doing this this fall on the football field i think we, the ivy league schedule's just getting just getting going. Uh, I think the Lions, they lost to, no, they beat Marist, Marist College, which is. Marist College, not the Marist School. Yeah, that, these are the, like the yeah. Red Foxes. They're up in Poughkeepsie, New York, in the Hudson yep. River Valley. Uh, Columbia is 0-1 in the Ivy League. They lost to Princeton a couple weeks ago. They, they've got a big home tilt against Penn this Saturday. So Okay. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But they are currently, they lost to Lafayette in their opener, beat the hell out of Georgetown, lost to Princeton, and they beat Marist. So they are currently three and one. I'm showing two and two. Oh, sorry, two and two. I'm an idiot. Yeah, they've lost yeah, twice. Okay. They've, yeah, yeah, two and two. Mea culpa. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, and you know, you put this on there. I'm not issuing an apology for the Braves. Way too early. Why not? I think you should. Why? They haven't even lost this series yet. That's true. I got a little ahead of myself, but if they do, if they do lose, will you apologize? Yes, I'll apologize. Will 100%. Freddie? Will your son Freddie apologize? Yes. Okay. He will. I, I think uh, we might need Max uh, Homa to apologize for the Dodgers getting swept three zero. I agree. I agree. You know, I think Max may need to apologize to me. He accused me of coming out with misinformation. Go back and check the receipts. I had very, very good information that was unique to me. I didn't have mm. with the 
with the can't lay hat stuff and all that. Mm. So um, okay, we can we can relitigate that on the on the main pod at some point. Okay, so, uh, Randy, we got to talk about Delta. It's um, are, you know, are we talking? No are we talking status changes? Are we talking yeah. operations? Are we what are we, what are we talking? Well, here? yeah, I think we're talking all the above. First of all, Neil last night he was flying back up to New York. Uh, Delta flight gets delayed due to a mechanical issue. They end up canceling the flight. He, uh, they had to drive a couple of mechanics up from Orlando to fix the plane. And then the pilots and the flight attendants, you know, basically timed out anyway. He had to take a United flight to Newark this morning instead of the that Delta flight. It feels like flight. one of those situations, TC. I don't understand why we're driving and out, driving from Orlando to New York. Can't we? Can we find a way to fly Orlando them? to Jax? Or driving from Orlando to? Oh, it was out of Jax. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I think this apologies. ties in, and then I think so. He took a six thirty a.m. flight uh, on United this morning. They got him in early, so I just wanted mm. to shout out my my hitters there. Delta likes to, you know, obviously we've got this Brady stuff. We've got all these status changes. The dirty secret with Delta. They got a bunch of old ass aircraft. They they are addicted to cheap used. That's aircraft. why they're that's why they're buying the Lion Air aircraft. They're they're exactly. a little newer. They're they're no they're seven one seven. They they still got all these seven one sevens and we've talked about ad nauseum. They've got all sorts of cheap secondhand stuff that they've gotten that they got zero to you know they're they're either buying them outright or they have low lease payments on them. Delta loves cheap aircraft. So, you know, I would just say step up your game there if you want to be a truly premium product. Um, That's fair. Which that, fair. that brings us into, and also, you know, the, the, the uh, Delta charter that the Steelers have had got diverted two weeks in a row. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, I did. The Bengals had an issue with the Delta charter last year. Not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But bottom line, people have been reaching out left and right saying you guys got to address these changes. And I you know with with medallion status qualification all that I will say there there's a problem. Like we got to fix the problem, right? Did they go the, too hot and heavy? Did they did they go way overboard in fixing the problem? Yeah, like it was like $15,000 basically to qualify for diamond like 3 years ago and and now it's 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 like 35,000. Like it feels like maybe it's gotten you know, out of whack, I, off kilter. I think. Are you sure? I think it's even more than that, isn't it? That seems light. I think it's thirty-five k. Okay, I was thinking it was more than that. But you're right. They they things got out of hand. I mean, we had been saying that for a long time. Too many people with too high of status, artificial. It was like a great inflation situation. The sky clubs were awful you, you know lines out the door so i i do appreciate them trying to reverse course and it's impossible mm -hmm. to get an upgrade like you know there's too yes. many people vying for too few upgrades especially now that you know 10 years ago they're saying 10 to 15 percent of first class seats were, were, were purchased now it's like two-thirds so there's less of them in general as well so you gotta you know you gotta take care of the people who, who are your elites. There's too many elites. If everybody's an elite, nobody's an elite. You know, everybody gets a trophy kind of situation, right? Yeah. TC, I'm 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 reading platinum, gold, or silver. 
during the qualification year will be waived if you make $25,000 or more in eligible purchases that year. That's, so that's the MQD. That's, that's the, the MQD. waiver. That's the waiver that okay. if you spend $25,000 on the credit card, you get yeah. that. And then you have to spend $250,000 on the credit card to get it for Diamond. Yeah, for so Diamond. Delta, so, so United, American, Delta's the last one to go strictly to like tying into how much you spend. United already did this with PQPs and all that stuff. So MQDs are basically, it's just like dollar for dollar, basically how much okay. you spend. So Platinum is 18,000 MQDs now. Diamond is 35,000 MQDs now. Okay. So, so they've right. made it so where like you basically have to spend thirty five thousand dollars on flights, on flights. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking of the credit card. Okay. Which this year for twenty twenty four it was twenty thousand. That's that's big. I know you 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 and me and Cody were talking in Spain. Uh, the Sarge is getting hit hard by this. He's a he's he a loyal Delta guy down there in the Plex. I've been trying to hang on to Delta out here in Denver. Honestly, these these changes have me thinking. I have a um, a reserve Amex. My personal card is a Delta reserve Amex. Feels like I should probably just make that a United card. Uh, but I hate to drop Delta. You know, I, it's been a part of my life for a long time now. So I, I I don't know. I'm a little conflicted here, TC. I think it's one of those things too. You can just just book the best book the best fare. It suits your schedule. It kind of frees you up a little bit too, right? They, 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 and I think what had me hanging on to Delta, there's a nice direct Denver to Cincinnati in the afternoons. The problem is the return flight's a 6 a.m. departure out of, out of Cincinnati. So what I usually do is I'll book Denver to Cincy on Delta and then I book Cincy to Denver on United. Yeah. But I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I'm capping my potential with United. You know, I can't get above platinum on united I, I'm, I'm essentially platinum on both and, and it has me wondering if i drop one and just go whole hog on the other come on over that, big guy the sweet sweet plus points on united come on over yeah i'm you know i still book delta but even like being delta platinum it doesn't get me anything right there's no, so not like, usually i'm a, i'm a hundredth on the on, well, on, on any upgrade list it's crazy out of jacks yeah right. see that's where i was flying delta out of denver though you, you do get bumped a little bit easier because every yeah. i feel like trying to join the united crowd out here in denver i'm i'm still gonna be it's it's still gonna be swimming upstream to get those upgrades yeah bottom line i think so they also made some changes with the sky clubs and the credit cards and the plat you know the the, the, the amex platinum cards and all that bottom line is these fucking airlines they're like they're basically like banks at this point. They're not even like airlines. Their their main profit center is credit cards. Everybody's banks. Everybody's banks. It's it's a credit economy. You're exactly right, TC. Disgraceful. Like you know, know. like let's get back to to being being operationally excellent and savvy and being proud of flying airplanes, not of yeah. of, of you know selling like basically awards inventory on because that's the other thing delta from a from a mileage standpoint from a re, from an award redemption standpoint it's a disgrace how much they've devalued those much more yeah. so in my opinion than american and and united mm -hmm. where like you know it's you want to get a lay flat 
It's 300, 300 to 350,000 points each way. Yeah, crazy. that's right. That's right. Whereas United, I'm, I'm getting like, Randy, last month I almost booked a, a Frankfurt flight on a 747 in first class, not even in business class, first class for 78,000 miles. I, I, that's, that's a, no, I can't believe. That's absolutely valid. I was coming home, one of my many transatlantic flights in the last three months. I think it was from the Women's British Open, London to Denver, perhaps. Whatever. Or no, maybe it was that Edinburgh to Atlanta from the Walker Cup. Sorry, that 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 first leg of that same trip. I cashed in miles to get a up in the front of the plane, a lay flat. And it was, yeah, it was like 300, 320,000 miles, something Insane. like that. But I had to do it. I was exhausted. It, it, honestly, it, it was one of the better purchases I've made. But it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they had to do something, but it just seems like it was very, very ham-fisted the way that they rolled it out. It didn't communicate it well. It was too much at one time. And then they announced the Brady stuff. You know, it just yeah. feels like, Delta gets pretty arrogant, pretty cocky, pretty, uh, you know, they're pretty full of themselves, I think. <laughs> and like their flights are just straight up more expensive. The, there's, it's there's premium. Absolutely premium. a Delta premium. But like if you're premium, you got to, like, I'll give it to them. The Sky Clubs are much better than the regular United Clubs. Now the Polaris lounges are great. That's a separate deal. But like Delta doesn't even have for, you know, business class lounges. Right. So anyway, I think that's I all just, fair. I, I think it's a true monitor the the space with Delta. We got we got we got our eye on them. Cause at some point too, it's like you made the decisions that got you there in the first place. And like why didn't you up some of this stuff, you know, kind of ladder it a little bit, make it so that twenty twenty three into twenty twenty four you did this. You knew this was an issue. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Um anything else in the Delta front? Uh no, not that I can think of. Okay. Uh, let's thank our next sponsor. All right. Who's that? Who, who That's Holderness and Born. Ah, oh, H&B. We love H&B. H&B. They got the new fall collection on the site. They got they got some new textures, Randy. They got some corduroy. They got some herringbone. Mm. Still anchoring around some of the staples in the closet there. Um, but yeah, the corduroy pants are sick. Uh, I actually just got a pair of those. Uh, they've got the five pocket styles. They got traditional styles. They've got new colors in the in the Ward sweater, the Sullivan quarter snap, uh, kind of bringing back a fescue adjacent color that they mm. did a couple couple summers ago. Uh, the Lawson hoodie. I want to shout that one out specifically. That's probably the softest fabric I think I've ever touched. Feels like pajamas. <laughs> um, it's nice to have a few logoless pieces. In the rotation. So obviously go to go to our thing if you want to get our logoed stuff up. Go into your local pro shop. I'm sure they've got H and B in there if they're a classy joint. You know, if you can they get don't their logos. Ask about it. Yeah. Yeah. But also like just go to the H and B site, uh hbgolf.com and check out some of their premium pieces that you, you maybe don't want a logo on, right? The stuff that you're gonna wear to a big meeting or to church or to Christmas dinner or something like that. Uh, they've got a new 100% cashmere launching in early November. Spun dyed finished in in Scotland. Genuine article. That's going to be online only. But yeah, just quality stuff. Love those guys. 
Yeah, hbgolf.com. Use code NLU15 to get 15% off your order. And uh, yeah, stock up on some of those vests and layering pieces that they've got out. Their, their fall colors are freaking awesome. I was actually up there last month. I flew up to, uh, up to Westchester County. I actually flew into Newark, in and out of Newark on United, Randy, and uh, mm. up and back the same day. Both flights were early. It's crazy. It's Operational incredible. excellence. What a world. So, uh, Randy, I've got a whole section here. We can, we can breeze through this stuff. Just on American Airlines. American. Well, Americans yeah. getting the Columbia University treatment here. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's been a month since, since we did one of these. A lot of things happened in that month. Uh, this isn't American specific, but it's Miami and that's a hub for them. PSA agents were caught stealing money from bags in Miami, uh, yeah, which, you know what? I don't even blame them. If you're, if you're putting a bunch of cash in your checked luggage, do better, you know? Make better Where else choices. Where supposed to put it, though? <laughs> like in your carry-on. Yeah. Or strap it to yourself. Duct tape it. Yeah. We got, speaking of Shani, Raheem Mostert's, uh, I don't know if it's his baby mama, his girlfriend, whomever, got bumped from American flight. She had a couple, couple kids with her. She was coming back from the Dolphins-Patriots game. Not good. Mm. Uh, no. He was not happy on Twitter. Or X or whatever we're calling it. There was a naked dude at DFW just wandering, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, wandering did see around that. the terminal. Uh, that was great. Uh, there was a hidden camera in an American Airlines bathroom. That's tough. Not That's, good. Yeah, we can't have that. You know, in flight. Uh, which I, I saw that I think the Bucky's the one of the co-owners of Bucky's, his his pervert son allegedly got caught with a with a uh Jesus. A uh, hidden camera in their house or something like that. Mm. So, uh, Randy, it's so bad over there that Ben Rector wrote a jingle about American Airlines. And I just want to say Ben Rector is like the nicest, most uh, <laughs> non-confrontational person there is. So for, for him to go public with a jingle uh, poking fun at, uh, demeaning American Airlines, you know that shit's bad, TC. They have to get Ben on during our, our end of year airports pod and see what really prompted this. So I would I would encourage people to go. I'm sure it's on Spotify, but go to his Instagram. I know he's posted it on there as well. Tony Kanan, I'm not really familiar with his game, but he's a he's, he's a, a race car a race driver. car driver. Yeah. yeah. He got he got absolutely boned by American and he said like it's <laughs> he's like, I knew better. This happened to me so many times before. I didn't have another option though. Uh, fool me once. It was kind of a you know shame on him situation. Uh, I saw a a, a British Airways pilot got sacked after uh, after going on a coke binge the night before a flight. And he, I guess though. he texted he texted one of the flight attendants who was kind of bragging about it. He's like, <laughs> kind of like yeah, hurt hurt my had a nose injury kind of thing. Uh, um, Pusha T, the rapper was he was livid at Pusha uh, T. Yeah, push it. This was this was on this was on X. Uh, he said, "Damn, American Air! If you didn't have a first class seat, why would you let the agent book it? To charge me for first class and only offer coach is terrible." Hashtag poverty airlines. And then American reached out to him and said, "Our apologies 
didn't get to see you purchase we want to take a closer look please dm please meet us in the dm with more details that's <laughs> i hate it when they say meet us in the dm and then he said no i don't want to dm you i'll let my travel agent handle you sit me in a coach seat that doesn't even recline after paying for a first class seat is crazy hashtag poverty airlines and then they they reply with we're truly sorry for the con- confusion caused with your seat it's never Mr. our intent to cause any discussion so uh that's Randy, that's that's not even it they had to apologize to a passenger who was traveling with his children this was the musician david ryan harris who's black uh he was stopped on suspicion of trafficking his own children who are biracial hmm. um this was this was in the new york times uh, yeah. um so that's that's not good um, I saw they had a shuttle bus run into one of their regional jets at O'Hare the other night. A couple people got injured. That's not good. This is uh, Solly. I, I think I think we might have to bring on Solly for maybe your airport pod. Just give him maybe fifteen minutes. Give him space to apologize. He well, he has to own up to this. He uh, it was funny. Solly did make me laugh. Where. So you know, like like on the upgrade list on the app, where it, like it'll show the first three letters of your last name or everybody yeah. on the list, their last name, and then the first initial. Yeah. So so he plays this game where you know he's like like it's like see you like it's he just figures out who the celebrity is or who the famous person is or who the athlete is, and he like makes up a name. So he's like there was one like C U E and S was the first name. So he's like oh it's Sonny Cueto, it's Johnny Cueto's. <laughs> little brother brother yeah (laughs) or or just all sorts of different you know different uh little like oh like yeah like here's the backstory on that guy it's Mm -hmm. it's it's patrick mahomes's mom kind of thing yeah age so i'm gonna start doing that i like Um, that that made me laugh randy i got a it an email from somebody who's never flown before Okay, and, tell me uh, about this person. What's their age? What's their background? What do we know about this person? Yeah, I you know what? I don't know. I think he's in his 30s, uh late Incredible. 20s, 30s. Uh he's flying from Minnesota to Atlanta on a Delta flight. I believe later this month or early next month. Um he sent over his confirmation number. I looked into getting him an upgrade, um <laughs> but I have to be on the, you know, on the flight mm. to use one of my regional upgrades that I can't figure out how to use because they never clear anyway. I also, I also though cautioned you, I'm not sure we need to spoil this gentleman his first time flying with upgrades. I would hate for him to believe that's how it normally works. So he, he, he had all sorts of questions like how does TSA work? How big can my carry on be? Like how early should I get to the airport? All this stuff. So I was kind of helping, you know, walking him through some of that stuff. So uh, genuinely, like, fascinated by this, right? Because you know, it's I think incredible. I've flown. I think I've flown. I think I've taken sixty-five to seventy flights this year. Which Randy, I just just cleared my Premier One K uh, well, segment thing for the second year in a row. They lost my luggage on my on my qualifying flight. <laughs> <laughs> Which that was Swiss Air's fault because I, I think it was partly because I had a auxiliary battery in my checked mm. luggage. But the only reason I checked the luggage was because Swiss has outrageous thresholds as far as weight goes. 
for carry-on luggage. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so I will update you after this guy does his flight. But, you know, hub-to-hub on Delta. He's on your favorite, an A321. Kind of throwing him into the deep end, too. Throwing him into the Atlanta airport, you know? That's a good one. Yeah. Welcome to the big leagues. We, we got we to gotta navigate ATL. I think that's awesome. In all sincerity, I think that's awesome that somebody felt comfortable to reach out to you to help you or, or for you to help them guide them through their first flying experience. I'm just fascinated why this is their first flying experience, whether it's a fear of flying, which I get. I know that's prevalent or like surely he's had reason to fly in his life up to this point, right? I, I'm, I, I'm curious why this has necessitated a flight compared to what he's done to get around flying in, in past yeah. situations. No, it, it, it's like, I think we may have to have him on the trap draw, right? And just say, it, hey, it like, sounds like a segment. Yeah. Like, like, you know, what'd you think of the overhead bins? Did you use the restroom? What'd you get to drink? Yeah. You know, like, did you sit down? Like which group did you try to board in all that stuff? Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Couple other aviation related notes. I saw DT was riding hard for the 757. He said it was an absolute disgrace that they've they've you know bad the quote bad maintenance Boeing kept putting all their eggs into the 737 basket. Which listen, I agree with him, and then he labeled it an unattractive, fat, and slow airplane. <laughs> versus the that's the thing mantis. with DT. Listen, DT will have some good takes. You just got to yeah. really get through a lot of other stuff to get to them. Yeah. There's a uh, business breakdowns episode on, on Boeing being that was, that was recently released. I, I definitely need to listen to that. Uh, in some personal news, SAS is joining Sky Team. Randy, mm. they're, they're bouncing from Star Alliance. Um, can, can you tell the people what SAS is? Just Scandinavian Airlines. Okay. Are they not bad? You, you are, you say good riddance, right? They just, just didn't really participate all that much. You okay. couldn't really find award availability. Or, they were kind of Sky or Star Alliance adjacent. Okay. So KL, they, they've been bankrupt for a while. KLM and Air France are taking a taking a stake in them. I've I've done two KLM legs. The most recent from Spain to Frankfurt. On the way home from the Solheim, KLM's wonderful. I, I'm I'm even happy to pay for a premium beverage, a snack. I, I just wait, find wait wait Spain to Frankfurt or Spain to Amsterdam. Spain to Frankfurt, or no Spain to Berlin. Spain to Berlin. I came home. No 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 Munich. <laughs> One of those German cities. I came home through Munich. Interesting. So you flew, and then you flew Berlin Munich. to Denver. Or Munich to Denver. God, why can't I get my okay. city straight? Yeah, Munich to Denver. Are you sure you? Are you sure you flew KLM from Spain to Germany? Or did you fly no, it was Lufthansa. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. Say, so Lufthansa was great, sense. and it reminded me of the KLM leg that I took to Amsterdam yeah. last summer. They're, they're, they're fine. They're both fine. Yeah. Listen, they're clean. They're, they handle their business. Yeah, they handle their business. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Although yeah. I don't love paying for coffee. That's a bit of a bummer, but you know, hey, I, I felt like everything else was on the up and up, so I was the, happy the to pay. First class bucks. cabin is just like the same as the on their European domestic, you know, quote unquote, like just their European flights. It's basically like there's a the middle seat is just 
set aside, which is a little disconcerting. I did pay. I did pay. It was like forty dollars to get into an exit row. I want to say to buy one of those seats, a little extra leg room for the for the kid. And what that came with, I was I was very pleased. Was that became like a business class ticket, and it got me into the Lufanza Lounge mm-hmm. um, Center Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are and my favorites, was, Randy. That was really nice. Uh, what else we got? Um, any other personal notable travel? No, TC, you know, on that, on that Munich to Denver flight home, it was a tight connection there in, uh, in Munich for me. My bags did not make it, but I do want to shout out United. They handled their business. They, they were very easy to file my, you know, missing baggage claim and they delivered the bags to my house in a, in a very prompt manner. So I I do want to give them respect and give them a shout out randy i had my first first one like i said through through zurich i flew into geneva on the way there and then went to basel to uh see a friend and then on the way back i flew through zurich zurich to newark and my bag didn't make it from onto the newark flight um but same deal i've kind of just put myself in their hands a little bit of hey you know what i'm not going to bitch about this i'm not going to complain just going to trust the process. Sure enough, the bag arrived the next day and it was promptly delivered and it was on my front, front porch. So, yeah. Um, the F-35 that went missing. I feel like we need to acknowledge that. Yeah. We, we kind of missed, we were, we were traveling. We were out and about when all that went down. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the big takeaway is that guy that they interviewed, the eyewitness, <laughs> kind of a, a bub rub situation. Like the Dale Jr. guy. The Dale Jr. guy, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm glad they found it. I guess it, it was a fun time. I, I don't know what else to say about it. You know, I feel like we're a little late to the party now. We are. It's just it's wild that like you can what they're like hundred million dollar aircraft. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's stealth, so it's like it, it kind of. <laughs> That's why they couldn't find it. Yeah. I, I had like, read you would you would hope that there'd be something on the back end, like maybe a fail safe there. Right. I had read people were speculating, you know, did somebody hack the control panel or the, you know, the flight computer or something? I was maybe low key rooting for that to be a possibility just to, you know, who knows where that would have taken us. But sounds like, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not even sure off the top of my head what the official reasoning was or why the pilot had to ditch it. But I'm glad it came down in an unpopulated part of what, South Carolina? Yes. Yes, that's good. God, can you imagine getting duffed by a <laughs> F thirty five out of another? Like that would be a bad day. That would be a really bad day. But it'd be kind of a cool day if you didn't get duffed by it, but it landed nearby. Uh, yeah, just like a close encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of close encounters, you see the the Bigfoot thing yesterday. Yeah. And then it's like, got to just be somebody like dressed up, right? Of course. unless you believe in bigfoot i thought i don't know i thought i saw somewhere where it was like a bigfoot air like some business like a bigfoot experience or something i don't know i I think it's i i wouldn't put too much uh stock in that being the actual bigfoot tc uh speaking speaking of bigfoot and just being outdoors has fall has fall sprung out in out in colorado 
it's uh it's springing you know the temperature just dropped last night we had a cold front move through i think highs today are low 50s but we're not there to stay we're going to get back into the 70s this weekend next week but we are getting some change of leaves down here in denver the mountains are gorgeous we've been kind of peak aspen leaf changing uh last weekend the weekend before that so definitely in the mountains fall has sprung there's been some snow up in the mountains Mm. uh in fact i think this front yeah this front last night i think was supposed to drop some snow in a few places but here in denver we we haven't officially slid into like full-time autumn yet but i'm ready for it do you have your same ski setup this year are you going to change anything up no, I'm going. I, I'm running back the full Icon Pass, and then I'm gonna buy. Uh, I'm gonna augment that TC with a Epic Local for a few hundred bucks. Gets me handful of days at you know some of the I seventy resorts. Gotcha. All right. So, um, Randy, big big news breaking in the the mathematics world. At least, yeah. Tell opinion. me about this. Uh, the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> was found in a clay tablet. It was a thousand years older than Pythagoras. That's unbelievable. So, complete stolen valor situation with Pythagoras potentially. But maybe probably act like probably inadvertent, right? Or we Who knows. Are we wondering if Pythagoras was was up to some nefarious stuff? You know, it could be, yeah, he could have been a fluffer. Mm. Right? Um, th- again, this is all alleged, so I want to make sure. I'm not okay. even sure where I found this. It just popped up on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I appreciate you bringing it to everybody's attention. Can I get an update on your girl, on, on your girl Lobo? This 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 broke like a day or two after we recorded our last episode. Yeah, I think you're referring to uh, her her first date. She and she and her date attended a Beetlejuice production here at a local theater in Denver. Uh, closed circuit security cameras caught them fondling each other during the production. <laughs> Lobo, as you call her, that's a good nickname. Lobo was uh, was hitting her little vape rig during the show. People around him were were pissed. Eventually, security escorted both of them out. I think Lobo hit him with a "Do you know who I am?" at one point. Um, to her credit, I was interested. I was interested where how she would handle it on on the on the back end. You know, once it all came out and the security footage. You know, I think she at first tried to deny it, and then it was like, no, no, no. Like, here's the tape. Like, you were obviously vaping and stuff. Um, I I thought she kind of played it off. She did her best to defuse the situation. Uh, she said she's going to have to be a little bit more picky, choosy about some dates, perhaps. I, what a situation. I mean, what a world. What a world going to Beetlejuice, first of all, Beetlejuice in Denver, uh, vaping during it on a first date. I, I just, it's it's a confluence of factors and and things that just, I don't know. I, I it, It's like a foreign world to me. I can't imagine. Just for my clarification, what is Beetlejuice? It's like a- it must have been like a musical or a play. I mean, I assume it's like a, an adaptation of... I, I got to be honest. I don't think I ever watched any of the Beetlejuice movies. I, I think there was like a Beetlejuice cartoon show at one point. I don't really know the story of Beetlejuice. It's something that's never appealed to me, TC. 
So Bobert, you know, we wish her the best. I'm glad that she's out there dating. I, everybody deserves to find happiness. Of course, her ex-husband, he's had some of his own issues. So if, if she, God, I would love to just see her in and around Denver. I would love to just casually run into Lobo. I will absolutely keep you up to date if I do, TC. You see the thing about the, the I think it's, I'm not sure what she's running for. For the for the Virginia House of Delegates, for the for the, the uh, Democratic nomination for the Virginia House of Delegates, Susanna Gibson, do you see this stuff? N- not really. So Susanna Gibson, she's a nurse practitioner. She's running for for state office, and um, she's she's blasting her opponents for engaging in quote gutter politics. This is according to the New York Post. Uh, after videos surfaced online of her and her husband performing. Sex acts online for cash. The adult streaming site Chatterbait, which I assume is like OnlyFans. Um, she called the controversy an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to humiliate me. But I would say, like, you're the one that, like, you were boning, you, you and your husband were boning, and you put this stuff up online for people to watch live, like in real time. And like, other people are invading yeah. your privacy. Yeah. I mean, maybe her point is like, what does that have to do with running for office? I'm tough to muster much sympathy for her, though. Then being, she should just come out honest. and say that, right? I know. She's got to own it. She, she almost has to get like in front of it. it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the OnlyFans stuff, though, is probably going to be something that keeps popping up here over the coming years and decades. Don't you think, TC? I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely out there. Uh, I guess her her chatterbait profile was called Hot Wife Experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, everybody! Everybody's looking for a side hustle. You know, TC times are times can be tough. Uh, who who amongst us, right, hasn't branched out with a little side hustle? Yeah, she. I, yeah, some are saying that she may have used this, like the tokens or the the, the revenue from this side hustle to fund her her campaign as well I mean, that's which, that's entrepreneurial in my opinion yeah i think, I think she, she just needs to lean into it i think she needs to be i think she needs to lean into it own it and tell people judge me on on what i stand for politically and and my my agenda yeah i agree <laughs> i agree uh my guy oj got got dragged a little bit for saying mm. that 9-11 is just a bad day for New York after the Aaron Rodgers injury, which it is. It is. He's not objectively, wrong. Exactly. Objectively, he's not wrong. Stay off. What do you, you think of Aaron Rodgers doing the, you know, running the flag out? And I don't know. <laughs> I feel like hilarious. that's such a unique, like, New York thing. I've never lived in New York. I, you know, obviously that day means a ton to everybody but specifically for new yorkers yeah him getting injured then on like the second play god that's it's so incredible good. it's so good yeah uh we can skip this boat stuff there was a boat there was a porn raid on a boat off nantucket and then there's a ship that got stuck off the coast of greenland we, can we were trying to stuff. ask our buddy drew He's a big Nantucket Martha's Vineyard guy. We were trying to get some details on it, but he 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 didn't really know much. And the Obama's chef too, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, 
Uh, some rail cars de derailed in Nebraska with some toxic shit in them, but it didn't really turn into anything. Cody wanted to make sure we were monitoring that, though. Okay. Um, just, you know, we are monitoring the railways. Just people need to Always. know that. Always. Speaking of railways, I took the Swiss Swiss national system from uh, Geneva to uh, Basel. It was delightful. It was great. I'd expect Couldn't nothing less. Anymore. I may yeah. just go over there and just ride around for like a week. No itinerary, nothing booked. Just just ride the trains. Just ride the rails. I love it. It's so scenic. We're going to not to jump ahead too much, but wasn't there an article about some olds in Korea just riding the subways? for there entertainment was. each day yeah yeah there was a uh there's a new york times article about just senior subway riders in seoul uh so that's gonna be you in your retirement years just riding around <laughs> stockholm admiring yeah. the subway stations um dj was all up in arms about this dumb this dunkin donuts pumpkin swirl drink this was circling this was circulating on tiktok and twitter uh i, I guess it has 185 grams of sugar in it what honest opinion here tc because i feel like this is an interesting um i don't know litmus test or just where, where do you fall out on should should a drink like that with that much sugar like do we need to ban stuff like that to save people from themselves or do you believe in just letting people you know hey if you want to give yourself diabetes or whatnot go for it I, that's always a tough one. Great for question. Me. I mean, I guess like what's to stop someone from just like baking some of the worst cakes they ever could that has just as much sugar in it. Right. Right. Nothing. Thing. Nothing. Yeah. Probably. Like, I, I know, can't imagine how bad you would slope. feel after drinking that. It's crazy. I don't know why anybody. Yeah. I, I do not understand what's appealing about that. Um, let's see here. Before we get into water stuff, I feel like we should do our last our last whoop. Thing. If you want to feel good, you know, I feel like that's a <laughs> yeah, good segue from good the Duncan thing, right? Yeah, if you've had one of those 185 gram sugar drinks, your your whoop score might not be good. But yeah, our last sponsor, Whoop. This episode is brought to you by Whoop TC. They are the official fitness wearable of the PGA Tour. And if you don't know by now, Whoop is a sleek screenless wearable that tracks your sleep strain recovery stress and more to provide personalized insights that help you reach your goals so whether you're obsessed with squeezing out a little more effort in the gym shooting your lowest score on the golf course or getting those extra hours of sleep each week whoops help whoop helps you build better habits and make healthier choices it's it's been like I said, with some of the international travel, it's always uh, enlightening to see. I, I have a big problem readjusting back here, TC. That's that's my big problem is I, I think it has to do a little bit with the altitude coming back to Denver specifically. I just never sleep well for the first couple nights. But then after that, I kind of get normalized back on my schedule. I feel like my body adapts and things are good, but I can always count on those first couple nights of sleep being not good. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed on European schedule all the way through the Ryder Cup, even after I got home from Solheim. And it was, I was pretty messed up after that. So whoop with features like strength trainer and stress monitor, you can finally track the intensity of your weightlifting or manage your stress levels with a real time stress score and science backed breath work tc folks can try whoop for one month free and they can get ready to an unlock the best version of themselves head over to whoop.com w-h-o-o-p.com to get started 
Use code NLU, NLU, to save 10% off your order. Randy, I got a couple uh, of things that we're, that we're monitoring. Saltwater sure. intrusion on the, in the Mississippi River. Very dry summer. Saltwater's making its way up the Mississippi it's, River. It's creeping in. It's not good. We're still monitoring this, the, uh, the canal, the Panama Canal, as far yep. as you know, water there. Um, we got Wawa potentially moving into Ohio. They're skipping over Pittsburgh, but they're moving into Ohio. We've got Wawa, down Wawa here. I'm yeah, totally unimpressed with Wawa. It's fine. That's kind of where I net out. I'm, yeah, I, I think that's fine. I, I think I think I think the players in Ohio shouldn't be too scared by Wawa moving in. I wouldn't yeah. think. I'm a big UDF guy. UDF yeah. is the shit, TC. Yeah. God, especially when they you can find one that gets the buskin' donuts in the morning. Oh, cancel Christmas. Randy, so, you know what? Bucky's as well. I stopped at Bucky's on the way up to Tennessee and the way back. I wish they so they have bris they have brisket tacos and they have this hippo taco. But I want like the brisket tacos have too much brisket in them and it's just brisket. I want like a brisket taco with eggs and potatoes. And just a little bit of brisket in it, but they don't have that. So I, if if anybody's listening out there from Bucky's, come up with that. You can call it the rhino or the the elephant or something like that. You know. So, mm -hmm. um, what else we got, Randy? There was a big article about NFTs. That you, oh my you were god! All hot about. <laughs> I mean, NFTs. What can you say about NFTs that everybody didn't really? understand from the start that they are the biggest fucking ripoffs ever created uh but it's you know it's nice to have some some real data some some actual anecdotes trickling out over the last couple years uh this was specifically came on my, my radar from ed zitron who you can find him on twitter ed zitron or uh he's got a Substack channel does some good interviews with folks. Uh, just talk to David Roth. I, I actually like his Substack. I'm getting more into Substack TC. I am too. Uh, yeah, I like his Substack because a lot of his conversations are just like 15 minutes, so pretty quick, digestible. Not really to the point where, you know, with other podcasts, I do it while I work out or like long car trips. These are more in the moment. Anyway, he's got a ton of anecdotes on NFTs, but some highlights. Okay, where where can we start with this? <laughs> so he quotes an industry report, I'm, I'm quoting Ed Zitron now, that showed 95% of NFTs on the market are now totally worthless. So the analysis was of 73,257 NFT collections and found that 69,795 have a market capitalization, the total value of all NFTs in a collection, of zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But he just goes, I mean, this is where it gets sad because he cites, you know, the New York Times, CNBC, you know, we, we had all these different companies, celebrities were, were peddling uh, NFTs and it, 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 he boils it down. He's like, it, it essentially these already rich venture capitalists were just looking to take advantage of post lockdown desperations NFTs were never really worth anything, and the majority of the industry, as it turns out, is made up of faked transactions, plagiarized or fake collections, and outright scams. It, it just, the, the whole piece, 
yeah, it, it's just a scathing, scathing takedown of NFTs, which again, I, I cannot stress this enough. If I just think if you had an ounce of uh, what's the word I'm even looking for? Cynicism, uh, reality to you? Like the 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 never made it never made sense. TC, what a f- gigantic waste of time, money, and energy. It's delicious. I love it. I love it too. Um, moving on. I just wanted to let you get that out because I know you. it's been. It always feels know, good. Love when you get passionate about something. I want to just say, glad to see McKinsey got 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 knocked with a $230 million fine to settle or you know settlement to settle some opioid stuff. All the stuff it, they did with, yeah. with, you know, pharmaceutical companies and lobbying them and all that, or, you know, and, and, you know, basically helping them figure out how to increase distribution of these things, get around different policies it's, and all that. It, it truly is some, some disgusting evil shit. You're exactly right. Uh, we talked about, you know, Kroger had to pay out a big fine as part of an opioid opioid settlement. McKinsey, same thing. Like, I, I think McKinsey's almost to the point truly where, you know, we talk about some like bipartisan things that I feel like everybody in the country can get behind. I, I, I feel like disbanding and maybe even jailing some McKinsey folks might hit the official agenda for us, TC. I just, I'm totally with you. Just like some I, of the consultants in absolute general. zero respect. Yeah, there's there's just too many consultants out there. Just you know, like go go do something. Go go do your own and I, shit instead well, of telling everybody else there are to do good consultants. There are. I, I realize there are. there are good consultants. Totally, but you know, some some of whom are our friends, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't be a ghoul. If you find yourself on a on a on a project where you're helping pharma companies sell highly addictive dangerous like god at some point you just wonder like people had to know what they were doing right yeah Not i would good. think so speaking of pharma companies i ate at this restaurant in basel to, <laughs> it's it's owned by the people who 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 like you know the family that owns roche pharmaceuticals yeah so like basel's like novartis and roche they're like run you know run the town or whatever and uh, it was a two Michelin star restaurant. It was fantastic. It was like mm. the best meal I've ever had. 11 courses, Randy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think so. the most I've ever had is seven, maybe. I think, I think I've courses. had 12 before. Yeah. And that doesn't count the amuse-bouche and all that. You know? I heard something crazy. What is it? Uh, not Roche. What's the other one? Norda... Oh, oh, Novo Nordisk, where their their market Nova cap Nordisk. is now larger than the the entire economy. All the of, rest of the of economy of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it with uh, Emily Peterson's. That's right. Parents. That's where on the, on bus, the bus back. It's <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. yeah, that was yeah. that was lovely. yeah. It's like causing big problems. Uh, yeah, because it's like you know their 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 entire cost of living is skewed now. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Randy, RIP to your girl Diane Feinstein. Honestly, TC, I'm a little disappointed we didn't lead the show with this. You were pretty torn up about that one. I was. It felt like, you know, I know we lost the Queen uh, recently. Losing Diane, it felt like a little similar vein, maybe with an American slant on it. Absolutely, let me just say though, absolutely disgraceful that she was still in office. I it's mean, crazy. We, we talked about that before. We got to find a way to get 
these old folks out of office for their own good. Not to and mention like, all of you our know good. What? Same deal. Like George Santos is still in office. That that have Menendez guys. That might be office. Neil's boy. Can we make George Santos yeah. Neil's boy? Would love to. Would love to. Robert yeah. Menendez might be Neil's Neil's boy too because he's spending a lot yeah. of time out in New Jersey. It sounds like Menendez. Hopefully, these charges are going to stick. I mean, just something came out too about his wife like getting in some car accident and it just got kind of waved away and she killed a person. Yeah, car accident. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Ugh, Not good. Awful. awful. Uh, Randy, what do you think about the Senate dress code? <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I'm glad they're spending their time debating the important things. Um, I think it came what it first came up because of Josh Fetterman. Yeah, Fetty was dressing Casey's super boy. casual. Um, so they she changed was dressing, dressing like you when when you used to go to a client <laughs> on a weekend. I, I'll never forget. I think it was MLK Day. It was either MLK Day or President's Day. Going in on that Monday uh, to the client's office, I was wearing I think basketball shorts and a hoodie. We knew none of the client were going to be there. It was just the EY audit team that was going to be there, and yeah. Shout out my guy Joe Morocco. Quickly disabused me of the notion that you know you can come in casual to to any office on any day. Uh, but you live and learn. That's what you know. That's what that's for. But yeah, the Senate dress code. And so then they, they came changed back it, and, and they changed it back. Yeah, exactly. They changed it back. So now I think it's like you you got to be business casual. I I think there are certain exceptions. I don't know. It seems like I said. I, I'm glad we're focusing on the important stuff right now. Uh, speaking of important stuff, Tupac. So I never really read this story. Suspect. Yeah. Can you can can you kind of give me the the quick and dirty on this? Basically, they I, I don't know how or what used all sorts of jailhouse testimony and some other stuff, but um, connected this guy who you know I think some sort of gangbanger out there connected him to the Tupac murder out in out in Vegas. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping. I have no idea. Yeah, was there anything? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then you know, I was hoping it would be it would lead into the Jim Mora, <laughs> the, the uh, Jim Mora Najee Harris story, which I guess is, was debunked. But like Jim Mora in some offhand comment when he was recruiting for UCLA, basically told Najee Harris allegedly that he knew who killed Tupac. It's just always one of my favorite, like random. Yeah, it's the most random maybe, anecdote you could possibly have. I was gonna say maybe, uh, maybe the feds finally got around to talking to Jim Mora. He he may have blown this <laughs> wide open. Um, just tying a knot on Hot Dog Man stuff. Putin claimed that Hot Dog Man's plane crashed because Wagner leadership quote got too drunk and high and then set off hand grenades during the flight. Which I thought was that's sick. Like, yeah, you know, if you if, if you're gonna all these deaths, right? These murders, they they have to have cover stories. I'm fine leaning into just being as absurd and ridiculous as possible. Yeah. No problem with this. Yeah, they were playing with hand grenades. They got shit faced. <laughs> uh, I just want to say, Sally has been seen at Bull Bean several times over the last couple months. Just want to get that out there. How is the Jack's Beach coffee scene? Has it changed in the few years since I've left, or are we still talking about the the same main players? No, it's still like excessively mediocre, just in general. So <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, last thing I had kind of on the monitoring, all these birds keep flying into this building in Chicago. Uh, yeah, that sucked. What was it? Like a thousand birds in one night yeah. all all flew into the building and died. Yeah, That's perfect tough. circumstance of full moon, bad migration pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. So no, that's tough. Um, got a couple sports things here. All right. What do you, what do you got? We may have to bring THG in for a separate episode on, on this stuff, but Barcelona is under investigation for bribing refs, just like straight up bribing refs, which that's sure. That is. Um, Yeah. The World Cup is, I guess, is being hosted between, this is what, 20, 2030? Yeah, what schedule are we on now? I, I get because COVID screwed it up a little too, right? Is it, I think this is 28, or is yeah. that the U.S. year? I think the U.S. is know. 24. So, it, it, so, sorry, no, 26 is U.S., 2030 will be hosted by three continents, which it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, Randy. They're hosting it in in Uruguay, Argentina, Spain, Ukraine, I think, and like Morocco. It's 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 it's, it's insane. It that is insane. You're absolutely right. I, I knew the Uruguay tie-in was uh, a 100-year commemoration of the first World Cup final being played in Uruguay, so maybe I can squint and see that. I don't know why we're spreading across Europe necessarily. I don't know what Argentina has to do with any of that. I guess I get if it was just like Spain, Portugal, and Morocco because of their close vicinity. I could get on board with that, but this seems like a cluster and I also, I hate that the World Cup, you know, I, I feel like they're kind of dumbing down qualification. Like when, yeah. when you have like 19 host nations, they're all going to get in automatically. It's the same with the US, Mexico, and Canada. That's, that's going to be a three country yeah. uh, host situation. But they're going to 48 teams. I, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, everybody, come on. Everybody makes the World Cup now. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't necessarily like that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think they dropped Ukraine, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's outrageous. I saw something else where FIFA is jousting with the Cronkies about some of the details of hosting the World Cup at SoFi. It also seems like 2034, it's definitely going to Saudi Arabia. Jesus. Which, yeah, uh, that's super cool. So after they just yeah. had one in Qatar, that seems. Yeah. Um, I know Jerry. Jerry would love to host that World Cup final. Which, yeah, like I think the worst thing they Dallas. could do is like go have it in, in, in like the Meadowlands. Yeah, I don't Stadium. think. Yeah, I do have some beef with with the locations they've chose to host, but we can get in. We have several years to get into that. TC, yeah. we may have to bring THG in for that stuff. <laughs> so. THG thinks people don't want him back, and I think that's probably right. If if everybody's <laughs> being honest, but, but we also, want him back. It also makes TC and I want him back very badly. So we're we're gonna try to convince him to come on for a for a segment yeah. here. Uh real quick, Rush Probst had to forfeit a bunch of wins. Uh, I guess they were using some sort of Ill, ineligible player. Hated seeing that. Uh Trent Dilfer, guy, you see him lose his mind on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, man. It's yeah. They're, they're two where, he's four. at South Florida, right? No, he's at he's at UAB. UAB, UAB, yeah. same colors. They, I think uh, they beat South Florida. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, Trent, you know, Trent. Oof. Hope he's doing some stuff to calm those nerves, you know, yeah. outside of football. Uh we've addressed some of this, but the T Swift, like you need to handle your fucking business on the T Swift, Kelsey, Mahomes. I do. You know, this man this, Jackson, this, Jackson and Brittany, all that stuff. Handle your business. This probably yeah, this probably should have been up in the mea culpa section. I feel I feel a bit betrayed by Taylor. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I went to bat for her this summer. I had a great time at her concert. I was singing her praises literally. I I was all aboard TC, and I feel like she went and repaid that kindness by dating one of the thirstiest guys in the league, Travis Kelsey a University of Cincinnati alum, which we do not like, and a star player for you know, the Cincinnati Bengals' biggest rival over the last couple of years. It just feels like oh. a, a, a slap in the face to me personally. And, I'm, and, and on I'm, top of it, she's going out yeah. to lunch with, with Brittany Mahomes. She's cozy with Brittany. Uh, I'm sure you know Jackson was around. It just... It, it, I really am concerned about her decision making. I, I, it, it feels like she was of the mindset that she, you know she could see through people like this, thirst buckets like Travis, and maybe she can't. You know, I, I guess in the I'm holding out hope. Maybe it's just all an elaborate publicity scheme, which doesn't necessarily make it better. I don't think but she needs least, any more publicity, though. Right? No, I don't either. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what the play is here, TC. But it's not good. I don't like it. As I told my niece, I said, "I, I am. I, I'm just. I, I need to separate myself from Taylor until this gets resolved." It's big. So idea. yeah, she was understanding. She wasn't happy, but she was understanding. Okay, I'm glad we got that out there. Thank um, you. We'll save this Georgia lady that's accused of plotting her husband's murder in the Bahamas because he's an ex-football player from Auburn. We'll save that for next time. We can talk about our Red Hawks next time, too. They're currently 5-1. Well, do you want to apologize to Chuck Martin? No, I don't because I'm still like I'm devastated that he's not going to get fired. They got the bell back. But I think, TC, I think now we almost flip it and we just root for as many wins as we can and maybe Northwestern or some Big Ten school decides to hire him away. That's some big brain stuff, Randy. I know. I, like I, I, I have to say, I am happy they finally beat UC. I don't care who the coach is. How many is. years in a row was it? It was, uh, it was since 2006, but they missed at least a game because of COVID. So it was like, like 16 straight 16 years, years, but like 17, 16 games, 17 years, something like that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Taste, that Wolfie. Taste that shit, Wolfie. I assume, yeah, and my parents. My parents are both UC alums. <laughs> and as well. I know Peg's listening. Taste that shit, Peg. Uh, we can talk about the association as we get closer to the regular season starting. So it's I can't coming broke. up. It's coming yeah. up. Los Bucks making big moves. My Celtics, I liked some of their moves. Nice trade Dude, I there. I did too. I, that's, you know. yeah, it's going to be really um, good. I read it. There was a nice feature about your guy Keegan Murray in I'm the excited. Athletic the other day. You don't, I, I just, one thing real quick on this. You don't, maybe as outwardly, of, of course, teams bank on guys improving and growing into roles, but I, I feel like the Keegan Murray situation is they drafted a guy who was an excellent shooter. He shot a ton of threes last year, but but he didn't really have the, the three-level 
kind of offensive game. And the Kings, they didn't do much this offseason in terms of bringing in outside players. They extended Sabonis. But they've been very upfront and clear that part of their plan is, hey, we believe Keegan is going to take a big step this year and over the next couple of years to become like a complete basketball player. And I think that's fun. I, I think, like you said, it was a nice article and I'm excited to kind of see how, how he goes with that. The, the Kings are definitely, as the trend is, like, let's bring in outside guys, make splashy acquisitions. The Kings are like, we really like this core, at least for now, and let's see how much we can develop guys and, and kind of maximize what they do have. So I, I don't know. I, I at least appreciate them having a clear plan and communicating it. I think patience and development is you know, yeah. something to be said for that. It's kind of a lost art these days. So yeah, Amen. Um, I watched some of the French freak the other night too. <laughs> oh my God, man. He's going to be he's so good. He's a complete freak. Did you see the little video of him like stretching? He's no. so flexible at like seven, five, like, you know, sitting on the ground, putting his head between his legs. I'm like, well, that helps explain why he's like a world-class basketball player, but it yeah. just, incredible. I've never seen that flexibility from somebody that size. Uh, baseball wise. Who you got winning at all? Well, they're all about to be eliminated. I mean, I the yeah, Braves were probably my pick. The Dodgers are always a good fallback. Both of them could be done. I really hate the Astros, but they're through to the championship series. I, I oh god. Honestly, if it comes down to like Astros, Rangers, Diamondbacks, Phillies, can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I think the Phillies are about Phillies, the most likable. Yeah endearing group so I, I might be a phillies guy i don't know I'm, I'm hoping my braves step up you know and they have a chance you, you're level. right I've, I've i've been riding them off way too early but the baseball playoffs are just such a freaking crapshoot somebody I, I read somebody um if you were to based on the length of baseball's regular season compared to like football or nba I think the equivalent would be like a best of 29 series or something <laughs> that they would need to play to, to like determine the true champion. It's, it's a mess. So when they're doing like best of threes, best of fives, yeah, you just get weird shit. Awesome. I'll be curious actually if baseball addresses it because I can't think they're too happy about losing like potentially the Braves, the Dodgers, yeah. uh, these like a hundred win teams, but we'll see. And in short series too. Like, yeah, you know, not yeah. like, not like, you know, Missing out on commercial load and all that stuff too. Right, so, right. Uh, uh, go listen to Lapis Trap Draw too if you, if you want to catch up on all things baseball and the Reds specifically. Solly, <laughs> Solly, Solly and I geek out about the Reds. Yeah, yeah. Goodbar Taxi was like, Jesus, I think Solly likes baseball data more than golf data. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I just wanted to shout out Kurt Schilling for you know making light of uh, Tim Wakefield who passed away, one of my favorite players growing up making light of his, his brain cancer before he died and, and, you know, really, really doing him a solid and, and, you know, bringing that kind of out into the public light. Like Alex Kirshner had a really, really good, uh, really good tweet. He said, he said, like, I think basically along the lines, of, like, I think Kirch, like Kurt Schilling being an awful human being is one of the things that like we as a society can agree upon that, yeah. you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of common ground these days. He said, been, been thinking a lot about how awful Kurt Schilling is, like a type of bad that I think even the worst people in our society mostly cannot get down with. 
there are Nazis who saw what he did to Tim Wayfield in his last days and thought, damn, man, that was a lot. <laughs> so, Amen. Yeah, no, not to laugh about it, but that's exactly right. I, I was happy to see, I think it was Jason Veritek's wife getting yeah. his ass in, in Twitter. He Schilling deserves every last bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, RIP Tim Wakefield. I'm right with you. What a what a unique individual, unique career. Really enjoyed watching him pitch. Patience and development, man. You know? Yeah. Just yeah. build something from scratch. So Randy, we'll close it out with what are you reading right now? Uh, let me have you start. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the reins here. Why don't why don't you tie I kind of spoiled one of your things with the with the subway riders, but you, you tell me and then I just have a few books I can tell people about that are in my queue. Yeah. There was another one in the uh the Washington Post uh that was about these cafes that they have in, in, in Japan where people who have dementia are like the servers and the cooks and stuff. And it's kind of like when they forget your order, when they bring out something, it's like part of the charm. It just sounds really, really delightful. And it, it's like they're happy and they, you know, they can't really remember what you ordered, but like this gets them, keeps them being socialized and conversations and all that. I don't yeah. know, man. Like old people are great. I love them. And it's, it was, it just puts I, I totally a, it just puts a big smile on my face. Like whenever I, you know, interact with people and it, like, it, it just gives you some perspective. As well. Yes, it 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 struck me the the cafes and one like oh my god I wish we could have something like that it, it just is like it was like such kindness and just so endearing and I would absolutely go eat at a cafe where it's like I don't really know what I'm gonna get but I will happily eat and enjoy the experience and you just I know it would just make everybody feel good it it was a wonderful story. And it's cool. So like they're, you know, it's not cool, but like 30% of the Japanese population is like over 65 years old. Like they have massive aging population and 6 million people are estimated to have dementia. So like one in five people basically. Yeah. So it's a good way to, you know, keep these people integrated in, in, this, in society. This, and, yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say this article was September 19th. I would honestly, I would encourage people to, to go seek it out and read it. It's, it's very, very good. Yeah, it's delightful. So, anyway, and then yeah, other than that, I've actually been reading. Uh, been reading some golf stuff, Randy. I picked up the Mackenzie mm. Reader. Been, been you know, I have a copy of that as that. well. No, yeah, I haven't really dug in though yet, but it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful book. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the um, the packaging and whatnot. Bought it like when it came out a year or two ago, and then just yeah, just kind of haven't had the headspace to to do it until now. So, I'm on. I'm on a finance uh, little kick. You know, this year is the 15-year anniversary of um, the Lehman Brothers collapse, or the Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers, the the financial crisis. So I'm reading an extremely dense book at the moment, working my way through. Honestly, I try to get like 20 pages a day called Taming the Megabanks, A Case for Why We Need a New Glass-Steagall Act. Uh, it's by my guy Arthur Wilmarth, who I believe is a professor at George Mason. I want to say, um, DC, the banks, the big banks. We just can't trust them. I think that's the the, the big headline here. Um, beyond that, though, I have the new Michael Lewis book. I've I've heard mixed reviews, obviously, but I I do want to read it. I, I have a copy, and then I picked up a couple of basketball books. You know, we talked about the okay. NBA season starting, so. 
Rich Cohen wrote a book about kind of the, the I forget exactly what season, maybe 87, 88, just goes in on a specific season when you had Isaiah and Michael and Magic and Larry. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that. And then I just got a book. Oh, I'm trying to read the title here from where I sit, but it's How to Watch Basketball Like a Genius. And it kind of takes the game through the eyes of a ton of different people, like a ballet choreographer, uh, a scientist, all these like different walks of life and kind of different ways you can break down and watch the game of basketball. So anyway, a couple of basketball books, a couple of finance books to, to just get my blood boiling, TC. I, I always like, you know what? I look forward again. to your, your full reviews, Randy. <laughs> we got to tame the mega banks. That's the big takeaway I got for you right now. TC. We do. We do. And we got to get THG back on. We do have to get THG. Uh, it's always a pleasure chopping with you, sir. We're going to do some NFL stuff next week. Like we said with push and KVV until then though, man, in, enjoy the weekend and, Hopefully things I, I didn't ask you are things starting to cool off a little bit in Florida. Yeah, we had a massive storm this morning. Um, just drenched city USA. But yeah, it, it's been delightful the last few days. So That's nice. looking forward to this is the nicest time of the year now through early December. Looking forward to getting outside. Well, great. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. We thank all our sponsors, Stone Creek Coffee, H&B, Whoop, Check them out, and uh, we will be back next week talking ball, TC, talking ball. Knowing ball. Knowing ball. Talking ball, knowing ball. Cheers. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who